I'm Sarah Becker of Becker Talks Money. It is June 2nd, Friday, and here is our biggest money news of the week. Late last night on June 1st, the Senate finally approved the debt ceiling deal 63 to 36, which means the United States has officially avoided a default. The bill now goes to President Biden, who is expected to sign it and address the nation later today. This agreement suspends the federal debt limit until 2025, meaning the government can borrow basically unlimited funds to keep running until then, and Biden gets through his presidential election before bargaining the budget again. This bill also cuts some government spending, creating stricter work requirements for food stamps and, most notably, ending the student loan payment freeze as of August. The bill also takes back, quote-unquote, about $30 billion in COVID relief money that has yet to be spent and folds it back into the budget. There are also big cuts in domestic law enforcement, forest management, scientific research, and a commitment to keep that discretionary spending to 1% growth in 2025, essentially a budget cut since that won't come close to inflation. In another country, Portugal has abolished its golden visa program, much to my personal dismay. The golden visa program allowed you to secure European Union citizenship through investment in Portugal, and the program has brought in over 6 million euros since its inception a bit over a decade ago. The investment requirement was 280,000 euros, roughly $300,000, and could be invested in property, in a business, or even donated. After five years, you're eligible to apply for citizenship. Other countries also offer a version of the Golden Visa program, but Portugal had the easiest, both in terms of the amount of money required to invest and how long you had to stay in the country per year. Literally only seven days, which is wild. Like, what's the point? And how quickly you can apply for citizenship. And of course, once you have that EU citizenship, you can move anywhere in the EU. Now, the reasons for Portugal getting rid of this program are valid. They're experiencing a huge housing shortage, partially due to many foreigners moving in for that golden visa. However, canceling the program officially is also canceling hundreds of millions of euros of expected revenue from foreign businesses and their tax dollars or tax euros. <laughs> the cancellation has very mixed reviews. In fact, a recent analysis by a private company found that abolishing the golden visa actually would have very little impact on residential housing prices. Again, this is the opposite of what the Portuguese government has been saying, citing other reasons housing costs are soaring in Portugal, namely very little inventory and no new inventory. Now, nearly 12,000 golden visas have been awarded by Portugal. Portugal in the last decade since it began in October 2012. Spain is also considering either abolishing their golden visa program or doubling the investment requirement from 500,000 euros to 1 million euros. Ireland abolished their golden visa program earlier this year, and Greece also upped their investment requirements for several cities. Back in America, the recent Bank of America homework survey showed that 43 to 45% of millennials of every age expect to buy a house in the suburbs instead of living in the city. With the pandemic making remote work almost expected, if not demanded by young job seekers, geographic freedom is now the norm. When you can live anywhere, people are choosing more space, more square footage, and more bang for their buck. While the shift to the suburbs in the 1950s and the 1960s was considered white flight, basically referring to white people leaving racially diverse cities for all white suburbs, big suburbs are now more diverse than the nation as a whole. In fact, suburbs in Atlanta, Houston, Orlando, Dallas, San Antonio, and San Diego are minority white, a total shift from what suburbs have been known for. 
Remote work has also given to the moniker Zoom towns to several areas that young workers are flocking to. A Zoom town perhaps obviously refers to the video conferencing software, and the most popular ones are vastly different. LinkedIn tracks job applications through their platform, including the most popular cities where people are applying for remote work, topping the list, Bend, Oregon, with over 41% of job applicants applying for remote positions over twice the national average. Other popular remote work destinations include Asheville, North Carolina, Wilmington, Delaware, Johnson City, Tennessee, Eugene, Oregon, Charleston, South Carolina, and a smattering of Florida cities, including Cape Coral, Tampa, Pensacola, and Orlando. Not listed are the two houses that I basically work remote in, in Vermont and New Orleans, Louisiana, but maybe we'll see them come up next year. All right, that's June 2nd. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. This has been your Money News with Sarah Becker of Becker Talks Money.